What's up guys, this is Zhishen here, and in this podcast series, I hope to talk more about the current affairs which are affecting us. Each week, I will select a particular incident and elaborate on how it affects us in Singapore. Similarly, I'll bring over guest speakers each week to discuss their views on a particular matter. Stay tuned! Hi, welcome to the new Use Juice. If you have been enjoying our past podcast series, please feel free to share this on relevant social media platforms as any form of publicity would be helpful. And on today's episode, I'll be talking about the sudden announcement by DPM Heng stepping aside as leader of PAP 4th generation team. And I'll be, be discussing the possible people who'll be leading the PAP 4th generation team and the possible implications of this sudden step down. Two days ago, on the 8th of April, 2021, DPM Heng steps aside as leader of PAP 4th generation team, and then the PM Lee accepted his decision. He announced this on Thursday at April the 8th. <laughs> the reasons he cited for a sudden step down was that, as I quote, this year, I'm 60 adding that he will be in his mid-60s when the COVID-19 crisis is over. When I also consider the ages at which our first three Prime Ministers have taken on the job, I will have too short a runway should I become the next Prime Minister then. He said at a press conference announcing his decision. We need a leader who will not only rebuild Singapore post-COVID-19, but also lead the next phase of our nation-building efforts. Mr. Heng said, after careful deliberation and discussions with my family, I've decided to step aside as leader of the 4G team so that a younger leader who have a longer runway can take over. With Mr. Lee and other senior ministers who will continue to mentor the younger ministers and identify another leader from among them, he added. Mr. Heng will remain as Deputy Prime Minister and coordinating coordinating minister for economic policies, but will step down as minister of finance as the next cabinet reshuffle, which will take place in about two weeks. PM Lee said he understands and respects Mr. Heng's decision. Both had discussed and agreed that Mr. Heng will relinquish his finance portfolio. We agreed that budget 2021 would be an important budget, not an emergency budget like the five in 2020 a budget to take Singapore beyond COVID-19, said Mr. Lee. I told him it would be good for him to see through budget 2021, and then he would give up the MOF portfolio to concentrate on the broader coordinating responsibilities. There will be consequential moves in other ministries, and I intend to announce the reshuffle in about two weeks' time. Mr. Lee also noted Mr. Hing's many contributions during his time as the Education Minister and as the financial minister, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic. When I asked you to take on the finance portfolio in 2015, we both knew that you had a difficult job. Even before COVID-19 hit, Singapore had reached a crossroads. We had to overcome fiscal challenges while strengthening social safety nets, as well as transform our economy in the face of seismic global disruptions, Mr. Lee wrote in his letter of response. I thank you for your selfless decision to stand aside. Your actions 
now are fully in keeping with the spirit of public service and sense of duty that motivated you to step forward when I asked you to stand for election in 2011. Having worked with PM, ESM and NM, I know that the top job imposes exceptional demands on the office holder, said Mr. Heng. It is in a very different post-COVID-19 world that the demands will be even more exacting. While I am in good health today, it is in the best interest of the nation for someone who is younger to tackle the huge challenges ahead. In response to Mr. Heng's decision, the PAP 4G team said it has requested that Mr. Lee stay on as Prime Minister until a new successor is chosen by the team and is ready to take over. This was furthermore reporting whether or not his results of the GE influenced his decision. Mr. Heng said, The results of the GE 2020 performance, in particular in East Coast GRC, is not the reason why I decided to step aside. Adding that he was a representative for Tampines for 10 years before moving to East Coast because it needed reinforcement. He said, I did my best together with my team. When I went during the campaign period, there were residents who told me that they changed their mind, vote for the PAP since I was there. This is not for me to judge. It is for others to judge. My decision is, as I've emphasized, I'm 60 this year and the COVID situation has disrupted all our plans. Responding to a question on when the next leader of the 4G team will be chosen, Mr. Lee said, succession, succession is a very, very important and urgent issue. Choosing a leader isn't just ranking the people and saying who's going to be the best choice. It's really about team building and developing the team and developing the relationships amongst the team members so that over time, from that balance and that chemistry, you're able to identify who amongst the people can most maximize the performance of the team and make all the pieces fit together and add up more than the sum of its parts. So, naturally, a question arose on whether who will be the next Singaporean PM after Heng Swee Keat stepping aside. The media, such as the Straits Times, Today, and other forms like Mothership, presents us with four potential successors that includes Chan, Minister Chan Chun Singh, Minister Ong Yi Kang, Minister Lawrence Wong, and Minister Des Desmond Lee. Additionally, what questions did DPM Hing's press conference fail to address? Firstly, Within our country's short history, political leadership transitions have always been muted and predictable affairs. Framed as, nothing to see here, let's move on. Instead of being persuaded by the reasons given by the bigwigs regarding Heng's decision, you are, you are left more bewildered than enlightened. There were the points made at the press conference that we felt were not addressed. Wasn't Heng's age a factor back in 2018, when the 4G leaders decided on Heng to be the next Prime Minister, didn't they consider his age? Was he agreeable then, despite his age? Did the math only appear as writing on the wall, well, more than two years later? 
should the 4G team have taken more time to select a leader? Even though the 4G team said that they did not want to be rushed into the decision, it now seems like they were. There was pressure from a senior statesman like Go to expedite the process, and also from some Singaporeans who speculated that the indecisiveness was due to internal fractionism within the party. Who knows if they might have sped things up simply to stop tongues from wagging. And why can't we accept a PM with a shorter runway? The PAP shouldn't be bogged down by a historical precedent. It's hands tied just because it wants a Prime Minister who can forcibly serve for at least 15 years. So I've come to the end of this podcast series. Although it's been quite short as compared to other previous podcast episodes, this news was rather abrupt and that's all I could report on. So based on my own personal opinion, this announcement came to me as a shock. I was fully expecting DPM Hing to be our next Prime Minister, but for now, there needs to be time for the PAP 4G team to select a new leader amongst them to lead us forward post-COVID pandemic. Others, we as Singaporeans do not have a choice on who will be leading us as Prime Minister. I hope they will make the correct choice, which will satisfy everyone which will satisfy the needs of the people. And that's it. Thank you for listening to our episode. It's Tushin here, signing off. Bye-bye.